So once you start to analyze and audit yourself and figure out where you're spending your time, you realize your values don't always line up with your habits and your actions. Welcome to the Zero Quit Podcast, where I bring you candid conversations with elite athletes, entrepreneurs, specialists, and other creatives. I'm your host, Brock Covington, and through these dialogues, you will hear powerful stories and practical advice that will help you live a more active and intentional life. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Quit Podcast, and today I want to talk about values because I say it a lot. You probably hear it on a bunch of other people's podcasts or in books and speeches about living in accordance with your values, finding your values, um, living up to your values. But we don't really ever explain how to find your values, or at least it's it's rarely talked about. So today I want to talk about what that process looks like, at least from my perspective, what that process of finding your values, trying to analyze and assess your life, your behaviors, your habits, and addressing whether they live up to those values or not, and also the consequences of living up to those values or the sacrifices you make so you can achieve those said values. So with all that said, uh, let's get into this. So what does it mean to find your values? Well, from my perspective, your values are things that are important to you, hence the name value. They're virtues. They're they're things that uh, bring you happiness, that bring you purpose, that bring you meaning. So when it comes to finding these things, you can only really find them when you take the time to think about them. And a lot of times that requires you to sit in solitude, to be by yourself, or you know, you could even be around other people. Maybe it's on a long drive for work, or maybe it's on a train ride or a plane, or um, it could be with your spouse, right? Having those uh, marital values or those family values. But at least when it comes to personally, when you're thinking about your values, you need to sit down and think about it. It could be writing it, it could just be thinking. Now, what you need to think about uh, when you do have this time, you set aside this time, is what is important to you. And when I think about that, I think of, uh, you know, what what is bringing me happiness? So is my job bringing me happiness? Are there nuggets of my job, are there moments that are fulfilling? Maybe the work itself isn't that enjoyable, but the people I'm around are enjoyable or the income I receive for the job or some of the opportunities or the, or the uh, relationships that I get to have through the job are valuable. So you can kind of start to think about the different layers. Not everything is so black and white. It's not, hey, is this, is this job important to me or not? Or hey, is this person important to me or not? It doesn't have to be so black and white. So that's another example would be assessing your friendships and your relationships. A lot of this just comes down to auditing yourself and assessing where your values are and what is important to you. So if you're looking at your friendships, you know, what are these people lifting you up or are they dragging you out on happy hour, wasting time and money that's not giving you a feeling of fulfillment? Or maybe those times are fulfilling. Maybe the times that you are spending with your boys or with your girlfriends or whomever it is, maybe those times are important and meaningful to you, whether that would declare it a value. I would just say it comes down to awareness, being aware of how you feel when you're in certain scenarios or with certain people or doing certain things. So when you're at work, how are you feeling? You know, Are you dreading it every day you go? Or are there moments that you are excited about it? 
Um, when you're with certain friend groups or certain individuals, how do you feel? Are you filled with joy? Are you enthused? Are you passionate? Do they fill you with excitement or do they fill you with angst and anxiety? Do you feel judged by them or encouraged? Uh, when you, let's say, do a certain hobby, when you're running or when you're lifting or when you're doing yoga or whatever your hobbies are, when you're crocheting, are you enthused by it? Do you lose track of time because you're so uh, invested in that particular moment? You're so present in that moment. Well, that sounds like a value to me. So it just comes down to thinking about these things. And it sounds quite obvious, but it's really not because think about the things that probably aren't valuable to you, but you're treating them like a value. And what I mean is spending time on your phone. And I do this too. So this isn't to judge anybody because I do the exact same things myself, but time on Netflix, time on your phone, watching reality TV, it doesn't even have to be just entertainment. Um, spending way too much time um, with certain friend groups that are detracting from, let's say, certain progress in life or drinking alcohol or smoking because it's habitual, but not because it's a value to you. So once you start to analyze and audit yourself and figure out where you're spending your time, you realize your values don't always line up with your habits and your actions. So when there's that incongruency between what you say your values are and what your life says your values are, what your actions say your values are, you need to work towards fixing that imbalance, fixing that incongruence that's occurring right there. So that just comes down to, like I said, auditing yourself and where you're spending your time, assessing that, analyzing your own self and having that time of introspection and figuring out what your values are. And then you can make those adjustments. You can make those micro adjustments, change those habits and behaviors so that you can actually live in accordance with your values, live a happier, more fulfilling, more purposeful and intentional life. And the last note on this is that it's not easy and it's not always simple and infinitely positive. There are sacrifices. So there's going to be periods of time where you want to shift your values towards certain particular uh, goals or uh, momentary commitments. For example, you might commit to a job that you despise, but it's going to pay you really well so that in six months and a year and five years, you can get out of that job and actually have your dream job or create your business or have more flexibility and freedom, financial freedom for your family, for your children. You might work overtime during the holiday season so that you can have greater gifts for your family, for your children. They can have a better experience at Christmas or holiday time. It's a sacrifice. It's a momentary shift of value so that you can actually achieve a particular goal. Another example that's easy to come up and think about would be fitness. I'm training for a 100-mile race coming up next summer, so I know that in the springtime, I'm going to be sacrificing a lot of my time towards training just by virtue of what the particular task is. It's going to require a lot of volume, a lot of hours spent training. Those hours aren't just going to magically appear in my day. I'm going to have to make sacrifices. I'm going to have to cut down some of my lifting potentially or cut down family time or reading or wherever else I'm spending my time. I'm going to have to really condense my work down so that I have time to train for that race. So it is a commitment, it is a sacrifice that it has to be made. And that's understandable in the moment temporarily. It's just when you make the mistake of having these sacrifices or uh, veering off the path of your values for too long that you kind of look back after months or years and you go, well, what's been, what's been wrong? What's happening? Why, why do I say these are my values yet here is my life? And it's because you're not 
living in accordance with them. You're not, you know, having that rigidity and that outline already figured out for yourself so that you can kind of drive your actions towards those North Stars, towards those goals. When you have a clear vision for what your life is supposed to be working towards, then you can make the appropriate actions and, and adjustments. But if you're just making it up as you go, if you don't clearly define your values, you don't know where you're headed. It's like you know driving with no GPS. So hopefully this adds some sense of clarity because again, I, I just talk about it on my podcast and I feel like it's unfair for me to keep bringing up this vague, ambiguous uh, phrase of living in accordance with your values or, or, or you know working for your values if I don't explain what those are. Maybe this is obvious to some of you, but for a lot of people it's not, and that's okay. Um, we live in such a fast-paced world where we're making actions a lot of times without thinking about them, without being very conscious of this, being very aware of it and intentional. So hopefully, if you're not already doing this, this is a little bit of a wake-up call to really think about your values today, write them down, put them somewhere, and see what adjustments you need to make in your life so that you can live in accordance with those values, achieve those values, and just be more happy. Have more have more of what you want out of life. Create that more idealized uh, life that you would aspire to have. So with all that said, hopefully you guys get something out of this podcast. If you did, please share it. Please subscribe, follow the podcast, all that. Got some stellar guests per usual coming up very soon. Some very, um, some more emotional, honestly, conversations that left me uh, with some very insightful takeaways. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Uh, appreciate you guys sharing it, all of that, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.